Welcome to Shrimp Cocktail, a dish best served cold. A place where shrimps discuss our lives, housewives, and why Peter was banned from 4chan. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Bienvenue. How are you doing, Becky? I'm good. All I've been doing is refreshing my Twitter feed for BravoCon. <laughs> yeah, it seems like there's a lot of drama happening over at BravoCon. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I'm trying to think of like what the like headlines have been. Uh, my favorite ones so far have been the alleging finding out who sent the bots after Garcelle's son. I don't know if we found out, but she implied that we would find out definitively yeah like today or something yeah i think that there is a consensus on reddit that it's actually Nicki minaj behind it all wait i, I forget this conspiracy that. theory the barbs were okay. bringing this up so yeah i think that people are blaming the barbs in, in regards to the like scary kind of cybery attacks that like garcelle's family was getting and it's because you know, Garcella has her talk show, and I think she spoke really ill of Nikki's husband on it. And yeah, I think I remember hearing something like this. Yeah, I, I isn't her husband like felon or something? Like he has like a kind of a sordid past. It would make sense that like because the barbs are all about like doxing people and all that kind of stuff, and it makes sense we could draw a conclusion, but it doesn't explain the message about like someone threatening to kill Garcelle's son Jacks like or like step on his throat or something they also mentioned Diana's name exactly so why Diana's would a, why would a barb do that unless yeah. it was a red herring exactly that's what I was telling you is that unless it's a red herring to throw the whole case off which would be smart but I don't know if these type of goon people are that smart yeah it's such goon behavior at the, in the end of the day and you wonder like how much future thinking they're capable exactly. of having Exactly. And then it was just so weird in the reunion. No one was defending Garcelle and they were all kind of defending Diana. Like That was hard to watch. Yeah. Everyone agreed Garcelle should have censored the original comment just to keep Diana out of it. And Diana and, you know, Garcelle was saying that I have no idea what Diana's involvement could be. Like, why would I tamper with evidence, essentially? It's like we're talking about real threats versus alleged threats and we're just protecting Diana from an alleged threat versus the real threats that we're not protecting ourselves. They don't know, like Diana's been on the show for one season, Garcelle's been there for longer and they're all just jumping to defend this weird woman who they don't know that well. Exactly. Back to Bravo, Bravo, Sutton was interviewed about the whole situation and she said that her one regret during the reunion was not speaking up for Garcelle in that moment yeah her and Crystal failed in that moment they really did yeah exactly I well, it was a perfect time. time to for Crystal to speak out because she's so used to making a mountain out of a molehill here's a great time because it's actually a situation that is a mountain yeah then it actually was um safety of a family and it was it was in regards to like race, I, I'm assuming a race, you know, fueled thing. Exactly. She would have been the perfect candidate to speak in authority, but everyone was just totally silent and if anything, defending Diana. Yeah, exactly. I don't understand the like chokehold Diana has on that cast, but I I don't want her to come back next season. I'm over it. 
Yeah, especially if you start handing season assists left and right, it just makes yeah. sense for Bravo to step away. I think they've always, once they go start going legal, they kind of step away from that because they become a liability. In ever Bravo news, this one, I have no idea like what, what I was reading when I saw the like headline, but have you heard about the Sonia and Luann spinoff? Yeah, but it's like a Simple Life spinoff. Something to do with the word crappy in the title. Now. Okay, it's called Welcome to Crappy Lake. And I'm like, is this like, is this like Shit's Creek? Oh. You know? Like is Crappy like a, Lake, Shit's Creek? Okay. Like, it, like a reality of Shit's Creek? Oh, I think it's trying to like use that, you know, popularity of Shit's Creek about like these like rich people who were transplanted into this like foreign world like a small town Ontario or whatever because the original housewives was playing off of desperate housewives yeah I mean we'll see what that's about I'm skeptical even though like I want Sonia and Luann on my tv again I could imagine this being really overly scripted and weird yeah it already seems a bit overproduced just in the concept but I hope maybe they'll be a bit more loose it just depends on if Luann drinks or not she better um she better (laughs) she better be off that wagon um into the paddy wagon yeah (laughs) another BravoCon thing i guess it was a rumor and it's not true is that monique was getting monique from potomac uh, is divorcing her husband chris but i guess those rumors were shut down he was like that big guy he was like really yeah he was like a, a football player and they had you know t'challa as a baby <laughs> she birthed i like monique's one of my favorite housewives ever so when i heard no. the news i was sad you were sad i was but i mean i i i think you know i have a bit of a uh, rose colored glasses when i think about their relationship i was reminded by someone about all the kind of shitty things he had done to her and it's interesting what you forget or what you forgive when it comes down to these uh, marriages on the show i think that's Maybe going back to the intro, just seeing all these extreme situations happen over and over again, it just sort of gives you headline stress disorder. Or you can't prioritize like what's big news and what's small news too. Another weird thing that happened is that Jen Shaw supposedly snuck in to BravoCon. She was she not invited? invited? No, she wasn't invited. Well, she and, could buy a um, ticket. She, I, yeah, I don't know. She just got into the parties and stuff, but like she was not like attending. She just starts setting up a booth. <laughs> her, own Jen booth. her own. She sets up a booth on the sidewalk, starts haggling people in line. Yeah. She needs to make some, she needs to hustle. I'm sure she was just there for like a trial anyway. Yeah, I, I, I think there was maybe a statement put out by Bravo that she was not included because I don't know. I don't know. Like, why not include her? Yeah, exactly. If you're going to highlight her in this season, she's going to be like the main storyline. I saw that Andy Cohen said that Phaedra will be back in something. She better be. I need some old school Southern in my life. I agree. And that, I don't know if you saw that horribly painful video of Dorinda asking Andy when she would be like put off pause. (laughs) It was awful. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. So but he, didn't he say that sh- there was going to be something for her? I know, but like, who knows what that means? Like, I hope it's it, working he, was, behind the he was so uncomfortable. Like, yeah, make, puts her as like grip or something. Like, 
uh, costumes or props. Yeah, exactly. That she does like the like um the catering table. Yeah, she should do props. Actually, she probably has like a whole warehouse. She definitely does have a warehouse of like Halloween slash Christmas stuff. Yeah, I can see her as props on set. <laughs> You're in a medley props on set. Anyways, what else did we happen at BravoCon? Lisa was booed. Lisa Rinna. Oh, Lisa. And she gave the finger to the crowd, which I think was the right response. Yeah. Because I don't like when we take it too seriously as yeah. fans. I find that's cringy. I, we Rinna don't need knows, to boo this woman. Well, at least Rinna knows not to take it personally. I, I don't know. I don't know what she knows. Yeah. <laughs> Even a human, everything just like goes through her. She's just a phantom. Rin is someone who always feels like she can't take a joke. She can or she can't? Can't. You know what I mean? You I think that she takes can't. herself really seriously. I feel like, I don't know. If serious, it's really hard for me to wrap my mind around Rin because yeah. she's always in like this actor mindset, so... Yeah, she's she's someone who's hard to read overall because I think she's so entrenched in the actor of it all on the show. But what I want to say about her is, oh yeah, what I wanted to say about Lisa Renna was, I don't understand why everyone is so Team Kathy now. Are we not like a Lisa Truther? Like I feel everything was just under the rug. Bizarre to me is this weird consensus that I see like in these sort of fan circles on Twitter and on Reddit and stuff is that everyone is so team Kathy and I don't know why. Kathy totally did the dirty. Like she said stuff that like is probably unforgivable and I believe Rinna completely. I just don't think Rinna like, she's overstepping her bounds in terms of coming between the sisters and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, you know, she said some horrible things. Exactly. And like, Kathy's not even denying it, right? She's not exactly. denying it. And if Rena was honest with herself or honest with the viewers, she would just say, like, I work way too hard on creating drama for this show. And then actual drama happens. And yeah. no one wants to air it because a freaking she takes a soap power. opera approach with it like that she says that everything is like get help you need you need jesus kind of like yeah. approach and what we need as an audience is just for her to tell us what the fuck kathy said that's true so no one was right in this situation no <laughs> but, but i, I don't think Rinna's as wrong as it's exactly like enough to get booed at BravoCon. come on yeah exactly but she did dress up as the orange m&m <laughs> yeah that's actually a great observation she did yeah i wonder if that was intentional or i didn't it didn't occur to me but you're so right yeah she was in she was popping in orange yeah she was eminemming it is there anything else that at BravoCon that we want to talk about oh i saw like two shots of the same event of uh jennifer aiden from new jersey throwing a glass of wine at joe gorga Probably deserved it, but Jen Aiden is also crazy. Do you know what the context was? No, I no, it, like no one knows. Like they, no one has gone online. Like, neither Joe or Jen has people like fans recording it from their phone, so it's kind of at a distance. You yeah. don't really know what's going on. I feel like the New Jersey cast is wreaking havoc on NYC right now. <laughs> yeah, they are. They're um, in like every. Uh, like sandwich shop and restaurant in little italy just causing drama 
Um, I don't know if you saw, I should have sent this to you. Um, it was so weird, a video of, you know, how like the housewives go and like address the crowds essentially and give kind of that queen wave. Uh, Vicky Gumbelson going out and just fans crying for her. Weird. It was so bizarre. Like, you know, Vicky is kind of the OG of the OC or whatever, but uh, it was so bizarre just seeing like girls like straight up weeping, being in her presence. Me. <laughs> okay. Also, though, it's just weird. The audience is all like 14 year old girls. Mm, I guess. I don't know. I, I didn't get that vibe, but. Well, I don't think I saw many gays. Hmm. Like, gays maybe are going to do the party part. Like, the they're, gonna say, they're the ones partying. They're not going to stand in line for five hours to That's go true. see a Q&A with, like, the housewives of fucking uh, like Dubai or, like, a lesser city, like, I don't know. I, I You couldn't pay me to, like, sit and, like, listen to, like, the housewives of, like, I don't know, Dallas speak. Oh, I guess they probably weren't there. Yeah. No, they were. What's your name? Dallas Mama housewives D? were there. Yeah, I saw pictures of her there. Oh my god. To be fly on the wall. Mm-hmm. So, do we want to get into Potomac? Is there anything else? How was your weekend? Uh, just doing lots of editing, I guess. Daisy yeah. feels recovered, I think, but now she's got the habit that she thinks she can poop in the pee in the apartment. <gasps> no Daisy I know she's like oh, it was fine when I was sick so I can just do it now whenever oh I can see her from like <laughs> uh behind you you will <laughs> she's looking at us she looks like E.T. <laughs> in the ravine after E.T. gets dicked down <laughs> Peter <laughs> by, by us that's your daughter <laughs> <laughs> Um, I did listen to uh, Deep Space. Oh, my God. Okay, well, keep your thoughts because I want to listen to it. Okay, we can hold back or drive back. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, deep cut. <laughs> um, it was, I, I mean, it's a vibe. It's, okay. it's really not bad. I liked it. I watched Betelgeuse. Oh, you did? Yeah, it was good. It It wasn't as... It was like fun visually, but the narrative wasn't as like crazy as I thought it could be. But. Christ, I, you know, Beetlejuice is good. I, I think it's a world you want to like hang out in. Yeah, I just want to like look at the visuals and yeah, like be in the architecture of that house with the weird sculptures. And then, um, Lydia, the main character, is just so great. It's like hard not to, um, become like obsessed and want to be Lydia, which is played by. I know no writer. Yes. And I forgot that Alec Baldwin is in it. Oh, yeah. Like a hot young Alec. Yeah, he is a dumpy. <laughs> he looked good in that movie. Yeah, he has a huge dumper in that movie. Yeah. I kept on saying, pow. <laughs> yeah. Um, around. And then, of course, Catherine O'Hara just steals the show, that movie. She's yeah, so. No, she Beautiful. was typecast so early. It was actually made in 1988. So crazy. She mm-hmm. was acting like Catherine O'Hara all the way back then, too. Yeah, she's always been in on the joke. Yeah. What else did I do? Oh, we watched Malignant, which I forget. Okay, either it's the writer of Malignant that wrote 
Megan, the new movie that's coming out. Oh, really? That's hilarious. I had already seen Malignant. I wanted AJ to see it, and it didn't go over great. <laughs> he didn't love it, but I love it. You stop talking. You're in a fight, and you're not talking anymore. Yeah, we're in separate apartments. <laughs> <laughs> She's moving out tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> because of malignant i i highly recommend everyone to watch it just because it's um it's so earnest oh wait i was bad. thinking of malnificent but is malignant the one with the ending and she's all black no <laughs> <laughs> no i think it is is it australian no it's american oh it's it's the one with what's that's the best one with the what's the guy's name <laughs> this is Gabriel? great content. Gabriel, yeah, no. <laughs> Jeez, you totally forgot about it. That's hilarious. Gabriel the cop killer. It, yeah, it, it, the cop killing scene is um, iconic. Um, just ultimate couples costume, if you could pull it off, is Gabriel and um, Gabriel? Madison or whatever her name is. Yeah. But you have to like glue your body on the back of someone's head. <laughs> Maybe it depends on how, like, how meta you want to get about it. But I guess, but yeah, I love Gabriel. He's total a cab popular. <laughs> True ally. Yeah. Speak ally. <laughs> so AJ hated it. He's probably still scared. He just, I think, thought it was too long. Yeah, it was just kind of campy. By the time we found out who Gabriel was. Yeah. It's also something you have to be in the mood for. It's a mood movie. Yeah. It's hard to get in the mood here because Vancouver is so sunny. I think we're going to get some rain coming next week, but it's mm. forest fires. It's the sun is just like red in my apartment, like turning my whole apartment red. It's crazy. That's spooky. Yeah. And it like smells kind of gross sometimes, like burning, but not in a good way. No, yeah, because like I do like the smell of like burning wood. It smells really nice. It smells like um, so like like the candle I choose. Yeah, sometimes it's campfirey, but sometimes it's, it smells like rubber. So like the more rubber, because uh, it's like houses burning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> People property burning. Exactly. No, no, no. I don't think so. I think they're like smaller ones in like Washington, and God willing, no property will be burnt. Or people. Yeah. Or like livestock and stuff like that. That's mm-hmm. sad. So we're fresh off episode two of season seven of Potomac. Do we have, you know, the like intro phrases that they say? Have they done that yet? Was I spacing yeah, that's out? That's true. I feel like we haven't gotten our tag. I don't think we have that yet. I think I would have um, noticed if there was those intros, but Maybe no. storyline though? first we have to like dip into it i don't know okay well storyline wise there's like the mia stuff and now there's the chris stuff i know and i want to get into that but before we do that let's take a break i'm going to get a sip of water and okay i'm gonna go pee Becky's gonna take a pee bye hey guys welcome back the last episode mia comes to the party late and it's karen's party but she's confronted by giselle about mia's strange cancer bag posting giselle's words were you look great for a cancer slash no cancer question mark and mia was offended by it understandably so 
Understandably so, but she put it out there so she could easily have brushed it off, but then we wouldn't have a show again, like I said in the last episode. I wrote in my notes that Mia looks like she's running for president. She likes a blazer moment. She's wearing like a white like cape almost with like a blue, a blue dress, like a dark blue. It's very presidential. I would love if the next president was a chiropractor. His assistant. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, an assistant chiropractor. Uh, we get a shot of Escala. I think we saw her before last episode. Oh, I forgot about her. Yeah, Escala. I just forgot about how much we missed her. Because she was cute. She was more like a look queen than anything. Like, I don't really remember her giving a ton back, but I liked having her around because she was pretty and like... Because the looks are so bad on the that we really need a couple queens solidifying the fashion and the only Candace can't carry it all on her own exactly that's what I was going to say Candace can't carry it all on her own yeah Ashley has like some good looks but it's really Candace is the only one serving real looks I love when the girls are in a circle and then Mia's friend starts defending her and Wendy's like I don't mean to be rude but who's this (laughs) yeah that was so rude I love that honestly the the one who's defending Mia Jacqueline her name is Jacqueline I I think she is a housewife in the making I think they're having her more because she was in another scene later on when they went out to lunch I think she might be on the show potentially next season that's what I was wondering is that are setting us up for another girl without having the taglines yet well it's not going to be Katie who came back okay who is molesting Ray? What was that? Is what? It, what was that? I don't know, but it made me want to see more of Katie. Katie it darks me out too much. Okay. I feel like you and I maybe talked about this. Do you remember those really scary photos of Katie that were um, posted online of her naked on a bathroom floor with a broken toilet? No, I told you I didn't see the first couple of seasons, so I don't know who Katie is. Well, this was, I think, separate, completely separate from the show. Maybe I'm conflating two things, but she, I think, had a really tragic miscarriage at home. A toilet was broken in the process, but she was curled up in the fetal position, bloody on the floor, and there was a picture taken of it that got leaked. What? Yeah, it was... It was it, she darks me out too much. There's some, I feel so bad for her. Something's going on there. Like she That's gives weird. me girl interrupted energy and I just want her to be okay. And I don't think she's ever been okay. Yeah. So I guess we're not going to be seeing more of her. Well, I don't know. Like <laughs> Maybe we will. I, I was shocked that she was there. Like who's hanging out with her of that group? It's not Karen. Uh, it was the producers who invited her. Katie molested Ray at the party. <laughs> That was bizarre. That was disgusting. Do you, how do you feel like Karen actually reacted? Like, was Karen like Karen, actually offended, or Karen has a history of being protective of Ray, so I think that she was actually offended. I'm like, gross. Yeah, you really don't have to stress that much about it, Karen. It's gonna yeah, be fine. Yeah. Katie's but not she was getting more mad at Ray because Ray was starting to get into it. Well, can you blame him? Like, exactly. Oh my god, um, it probably makes Karen feel bad. Yeah, maybe. Like, I, I don't know how. Oh my God, am she's, I empathizing? Yeah, she's meant to feel. What? This is what empathy feels like. <laughs> uh, just um, my notes says, imagine going, being married to Garrett. I do every day. You would not be wearing the pants in that relationship. We both would be. So, how would do you, you feel wearing like... a suit, you and Karen? 
<laughs> swim suit. That makes sense. Styled by Giselle. Yeah, that would Giselle would wear a zoot suit. <laughs> Potomac's hottest stylist. She gives zoot suit energy. He is giving zoot suit. <laughs> Giselle is always um zooting around case. town. She's the zootiest of all the other queens. <laughs> That better be her intro of the suitiest. <laughs> Don't zoot with me or I'll zoot with you. I'll zoot back even harder. <laughs> the only thing left about that weird taco party is I thought it was good how Giselle kind of clapped back at Mia and was just like, every single person here said that your cancer post was weird. It's true, every- but I didn't think that it, they were all discussing it in private. They didn't have to deliver it that way. Their delivery was a bit off, but... Yeah, the delivery was off by a lot. Because, like, what if Mia ends up, like, dying? <laughs> like, that's not the... And they're just, like, doing her, wanna... What is it called? Like, obituary? Or, were you, like, speaking at her funeral? And they're just denying her, like, posting about it the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> cancer, no cancer. She looked great. <laughs> yeah so what was it cancer no cancer i don't know i'm trying to think what happened next there was a weird scene where (laughs) i'm realizing now that like is wendy on the show like she's she's really busy i think so we know that she has like her playful with her candles and i don't know if you noticed like there was like a shot of her talking to her sons to me like you need to learn how to cook and they're all just packing boxes almost like pizza boxes but up for candles they work for wendy's (laughs) ma'am this is a wendy's yeah they're all making frosties so we're in the car with robin robin is stoned as fuck driving her kids around (laughs) (laughs) yeah she got the giggles when her son was like i have b's and mostly a's and she was like (laughs) <laughs> like, that's... like laughing at her son <laughs> exactly yeah it's like how are you driving right now <laughs> they just started she's just driving through a cornfield <laughs> <laughs> like it's on autopilot she's sitting in the back <laughs> sleeping with just like her hat like <laughs> one of her one of her silk lined hats uh, covering her eyes she's always big like tie tie energy so many melatonin gummies (laughs) i realized that in the bumper title the girls are holding champagne did you notice that oh really like instead of a diamond they hold champagne i thought they held cherry blossoms how do you hold a cherry blossom, Becky? A stick? I'm I'm showing the audience <laughs> right now. Is it one cherry blossom? Because it'd be very tiny. Maybe it was a stick. I don't know. A branch, a cherry blossom branch. They're like, come here, look what I have. And they like open their hand and it's just one little frog. <laughs> Each of them are holding 90 cherry blossoms. <laughs> <laughs> they're like macheting through cherry blossoms. Like... <laughs> you <laughs> notice, like the segues this season are always cherry blossom being destroyed. Okay, yeah, that and happened we... again. Like the drama, like a dead cherry blossom was. That was weird. What are they? It's giving to... David Lynch. Someone it gonna is die? Is someone dying? I hope Mia's okay. <laughs> 
Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, it's weird. Uh, yeah, no, it for me is like a bad omen. Yeah, I know. It's giving bad omen. It's Period. Giving bad omen. giving bad omen. So Ashley is at home with Steve Brule and the fam. Sweet we didn't see life. Steve Brule that scene, though. I don't know where he, Steve Brule was. I feel like I saw the back of his head, but Steve Brule Jr. was there. He was, like, in the cupboard. Yeah. <laughs> we go back to bullying children on the pod. <laughs> yeah, we might. Deborah no, had a cute baby, though. Deborah had a cute baby. Her baby was super cute. Do you say her name was Deborah? Yeah. Is it actually? Yeah. Her name was Deborah? Why? I don't know. She didn't give me Deborah energy. Yeah, her name was Deborah. She was giving Deborah. I also, I feel like they were maybe propositioning her to be a future housewife. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Exactly. Because be she knew all the details about like um, Ashley's relationships up to date with all these women. She like knew everyone's name and. Okay. Do what I found the scariest out of that scene was that Michael was still in the house. He was physically there. He was physically in the house. The calls coming from inside the house. Exactly. Just like this ominous presence that you can't get rid of. Oh my God. How do you know? Because she said, like, he's in the house, but I just don't think he signed the release this season. Oh, he's in the cupboard. Yeah. (laughs) Just like knock. He's in the walls. (laughs) Like, just knocking, like. Like, you hear, like, scratching noises. Like, She, like, throws dog food into the walls so he can eat. Yeah, he's giving Bloody Mary. He's giving Grey Gardens. Bloody Mary Grey Gardens, yeah. <laughs> What's that other, like, horror movie where they're in the walls? So, we have... Uh, <laughs> What's the name in the walls? <laughs> um, we have a coffee day with Robin and Giselle, and I guess... Robin was mad at Giselle because she kind of told the group that Juan is not on the mortgage for their house, but it's like, who cares? Is that, is that that big a deal? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. When you have like some, when you're in a relationship, one of them always is bad credit. Oh. <laughs> well, it's like that meme that's like two best friends, one of them always got to be ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? So which one of us is the ugly one, Becky? Uh, we'll let the know. voters... <laughs> yeah, I, what pissed me off about see, that scene was Robin <laughs> showing up with a giant golf umbrella. What the fuck was that? I didn't even notice. Like, you obviously don't live in a city if you think that you need that much personal space. You are a rainy city boy, though. Yeah, we have golf umbrella code that you cannot have a golf umbrella. Yeah. There's actually, like, secret unwritten codes where, like, you let the person with the no umbrella go under the awning and you stay on the street. That makes sense. That's just common courtesy. Robin comes bearing hats. She just has a garbage bag full of hats. <laughs> she did have a, a recycling bag full of yeah. hats. Yeah, beautiful <laughs> kids. Yeah. She's just dropping off hats wherever she goes. I like her hair slicked back this way, though. I like it in a little bun. It's cute. Mm-hmm. But it it, it, um, died. it does look like a dye, bad dye job when I looked. Yeah, it, it's just, I don't like it. The color, it's like an orange purple. I don't like that. Yeah. It's giving Lachine. 
It's giving Lachine Canel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is for those uh, shrimpies out there, there's a certain color of red that people in Lachine like to dye their hair. So we call it Lachine. It's red. that kind of brassy, reddy, yeah. purpley color that, like, it's from a box. There's just a type of woman that mm-hmm. likes that. Her name's Justin. <laughs> <laughs> if she's from Quebec. I think we do need to talk about though the the DM. Okay, well now this is where the drama is shifting over to this DM, which is completely stupid. We ha- we're not talking about a DM. This is just a response to a story. This is not a DM. Exactly. And that she was going, she was out with her friends, and Chris feels like he has a friendship with Ashley. So it's not weird for him to say exactly. that. It's not weird. It's I think it's this weird old school thing where Giselle doesn't think like men and women should be friends oh yeah that makes sense and yeah they're just completely out of touch to what they hear the word dm and they think sex yeah no when you say someone slipped into my dms you think that like someone's asking you like hey like are you awake or something yeah. it's like, no he's trying to um get her and her like friend to go to his like place that he's managing because he wants it to be more he, wa- he wants the Potomac girls to go yeah, exactly. If it was Karen, he would have asked the same thing. If it was Sharice, he would have asked the same thing. Like, it's, I don't think it's anything mm-hmm. more than that. But the way Giselle is saying that and then also saying how uncomfortable he made her at the reunion, that was so weird to me. Okay, yeah. So you're flashing forward a bit because... It's, it was the same conversation, but... Oh, okay. I guess because Karen is just basically... Or Giselle is always trying to start shit. It was the same luncheon with like Robin, where then, because Robin's obviously like, just like shooting it down, just being like, no, it's not weird what he was doing. Like he didn't say anything weird. He was reacting to a story. He wasn't just asking out of nowhere for her to come to his his uh, restaurant. And then Giselle thinks that she has like a gotcha moment where she was like, well, at the reunion, when I offended him, he asked to speak to me privately. And then we did. And it was fine. But I felt horrible about it. Yeah, because now she's like, so did anything happen? No. Did you say anything? No. Did you do anything? No. And so. <laughs> but I feel disgusting about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Flash forward, I guess, Candace, instead of even replying to Giselle's nonsense, Go straight to the producer, <laughs> which I think is. <laughs> well, I mean, okay, so she's that's at the very end of the episode, but like she's chock full of hormones. She's doing IVF. She's probably taking like you know those like files of hormones they give you, and so I can imagine your emotions being so high, being like, um, okay, so this <laughs> this show is trying to bring down my husband now, who I'm trying to have a child with, like. Be right, right, raging. She she was like roid raging, but like IVF version of it. But the lady kind. I would be I would be upset. Yeah, it was kind of genius that she went straight to the producer or the director because yeah, be like I'm not doing this. I love that they showed it too because that's something that they might wanted to edit out if this was one of the earlier iterations of the show. But the fourth wall element is definitely fun. I think like you know Candace has seen what like the show did to Michael Darby and she does want her husband to be part of that club. It was so funny when she said that though. She's like, if you want like a chief storyline, go to Michael Darby. Exactly. That she was like, I can't, no matter what, like if you spend like a few episodes of all the women like talking negatively about your husband of like what were his intentions when he took you to the room during the reunion, you know that like the audience will like have this like weird conflated feeling about it. And she's just like, I need to nip this in the bud right now. I can't let this happen because 
at the end of the day, my husband has like a a job. You're <laughs> just like grinning. <laughs> and just like going back to Michael Darby being stuck in the walls. <laughs> because what is fucked up about the Michael Darby thing is that Deborah asks Ken or Ashley if they can start dating other people and I'm just imagining Michael bringing men home in the middle of the night to like that condo he's like all sweaty and like naked eating a bucket of fish heads dripping on Molly yeah (laughs) he's fully giving like um that like Treehouse of Horrors like Simpsons episode with like (laughs) the other part living upstairs you know what I mean oh yeah 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 but I was thinking he'd be like coming back from a circuit party and he's like sweaty back is closing shutting the door behind with his new uh cabana boy hookup <laughs> he's like don't mind the kid stuff on the floor just walk around it <laughs> <laughs> and meanwhile Ashley's just like straight up breastfeeding like hi honey yeah, Ashley's just like tiktoking <laughs> yeah tiktok dancing <laughs> She's in a fugue state. <laughs> only TikTok dance. Her eyes have rolled back in her head. <laughs> She's fully possessed by Beetlejuice. Yeah, just a TikTok dancing. There was a scene where they were doing the like sexy dance in the basement, all the girls, and Robin was making faces and like striped tights, <laughs> and she looked exactly like Beetlejuice. <laughs> she was wearing stripes. <laughs> she also was holding up like a plastic glass of wine the whole time. It was like crab walking. <laughs> Reverse crab walk. Yeah. Up the walls. Exactly. She was giving Beetlejuice. Yeah. <laughs> it was so sad. Yeah. What? So yeah, that's another. So <laughs> Ashley was possessed by Robin, who was giving Beetlejuice. While she was TikTok dancing. Anyway. <laughs> Ashley said melatonin three times in the mirror. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Robin possessed her and started TikTok dancing. There we go. Yeah, that's how we got there. I was going to say, um, we need to start a TikTok account of us stitching with Ashley's dances. But it needs to be you doing it because you'd be really bad. And just like trying to be like in a hairnet at work. Just like. I don't wear a hairnet, okay? <laughs> I picture you at work as a soup lady. <laughs> like a cigarette pop. Yes. But it's like a prop cigarette that's always like the ash is like tangling into the soup. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Speaking French. Sweet on next. Sweet on next. Okay. I'm really sad that Karen wasn't at the dance thing. Oh, yeah, because she got sick. But I don't understand why she was posing in front of her car. She's like, I'm sick. Like, I thought you were in a car accident. If you're going to send a photo of you in front of your car and then be like, I have 102 fever. <laughs> Whoops. Um, yeah, just like my bad luck. What they're trying to say is that, like, Karen's avoiding Sharice, but I don't remember why they have beef. I don't just, I don't recall. Sharice? Is it Charisse. the person hosting the thing? No. Actually, it was actually like dick TikTok dance party with high heels. That was the theme. But like Sharice is the one, she was like from the earlier seasons, and she's the one 
that was like Robin's old friend who um Robin said she's like she's the actual like OG granddam granddam. Oh okay. Sharice tried to get Karen to hang out with her this episode and Karen was declining. I don't really know why. I just don't remember. I need to maybe yeah, recap. They're so hot and cold with each other. It's hard to keep up sometimes. Yeah. I think this more than other seasons. Yeah. Like I feel they're like the alliances, alliances are like super strong in like Atlanta and the like feuds go way back, but sometimes it's just like hot and cold with the Potomac girls. Yeah, it can be. Yeah. I, I'm I'm happy that Ashley and Candace are friends now because I'm like, I need like the two young girls to get along. Exactly. Like the two millennials. Yeah, they need to get ready with each other and borrow each other's clothes. Yeah. So if do you have anything else you want to say about Potomac? Okay, so as of right now, we know that like a major source of drama is going to be Giselle implying that what Chris did is like kind of the beginning of the end of her of, of Candace's marriage. Also, it's unclear as to whether Ashley agrees. I feel like Ashley is sort of like towing the line between like, yeah, I thought it was super fucking weird that you know your husband DM'd me. Are we going to have this drama the whole season? I hope not. I'm over it. I'm over it already. I already know how I feel. I feel like I'm okay with having friendships with my friends' partners. That's normal. That's normal, right? Yeah, you like to hook up with other men. Do you notice that, okay, so when Candace and Ashley went to a restaurant together to talk about the DM, the restaurant was called Swingers? No. <laughs> What? We need to go to that restaurant every time. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as you walk in, you get a DM from Chris. Reservation at Swingers. He's like, I, you should have came to the W. <laughs> <laughs> I have not, nothing really much left to say. I really hope the drama is not Mia's cancer diagnosis and Chris sending harmless DMs. But yeah. I hope that's drama. Actually, I want to see like some storyline where these women succeed. Yeah. Like, I want to see um, girls do a uh, music video shoot at the end. That's... <laughs> I want every season to end like that. And then all the cars are just the, the like, mom soccer vans that they they brought because the cars didn't show up that they booked. <laughs> Robin's kids are still in the car. <laughs> yeah, they're, like, waiting to go to soccer practice. <laughs> the windows are pulled up. <laughs> they, like... <laughs> Don't it... They can't breathe because the windows are up. It's foggy. <laughs> they use this as evidence <laughs> to take their children away from them. Oh my god. Uh, Michael Darby's in a car. <laughs> Inexplicably. <laughs> He's in the trunk. Michael Darby. He's in the walls. <laughs> we've got a new cast of nyc girls oh i know okay so i don't have like, the energy to actually look them up individually but i know that one of them was the like ex-president of j crew yeah or like something like jj bean or something but i think yeah it's a coffee chain in vancouver <laughs> It's J. Crew. I looked it up. Okay. Um, she seemed cool. I don't. I I just don't know. I feel like they all skew a bit too young for me. 
well, we need a whole younger cast because what are they going to do? Just follow them until they die? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, NYC evolves and but I was thinking we'd have more women of color. We have like one or two or three maybe, but I don't know. Yeah, I I I think there might be two women of color on the cast. I don't want Housewives to become this thing where it's just these really polished women who are between the ages of 35 and 45 just like using this as almost like a Kardashians type thing where they just have to like really be very considerate of how they oh, appear. Oh yeah, because like the I Kardashians mean, became so sterilized and that it's unwatchable beauty, now. Yeah, the beauty of the like boomers that's that they're kind of oblivious yeah. and they're kind of stuck in that like 90s 80s morals that we find hilarious i think why housewives work so well with older women like ramona or luann vicky is because they are boomers they, they really cannot fully comprehend how they appear at all times so they have like this outer projection they think is working but then when life throws these curveballs at them they completely melt they just like cannot handle it and i think that's why housewives is so funny seeing like vicky um freak yeah. out over exactly because small. i don't want to see someone well-rounded and who's dealt with their emotions and who's been to exactly therapy. i don't want to, i don't want anyone in therapy yeah well i want to be there if they're at therapy but i don't want them to have gone to therapy without me yeah you can have a couple crystal. women on the cast who are <laughs> crystal you can have a couple women on the cast who are sort of the voice of reason type person but i think he, the majority needs to be like dysfunctional completely out of touch crude mean like, why do you think leah is leah working and if we apply that knowledge leah mcsweeney yeah well so she's on real housewives girls trip season three and she got fired halfway through okay is this the trailer that i need to watch i haven't seen the trailer. yeah the trailer's oh. The, well, I mean, I saw a leaked trailer. I don't, you have to search it on Twitter or something. Or maybe I, I think I sent it to you. Yeah, so there's a leaked trailer, but she got fired from it? Uh, well, I guess she got kicked out of Thailand. Oh, okay. So, like, the government kicked her out? Because she did something bad. Oh, well, the rumor I heard is that she threw elephant poop at someone. Yeah, that would do it. Maybe, I guess. But, yeah, they have crazy rules in Thailand that tourists you need to be respectful and you can't just go to these random countries and throw poop at whoever you want you can't you should not do that at all anyway this is a new york babe this is not january 6th yeah so we'll we'll see i think leo is the only new york housewife there okay wait was tinsley there i don't know i don't remember that's me, me recounting my dreams last night. <laughs> <laughs> and Tinsley was there. And the elephant poop. And Michael Darby was there. <laughs> <laughs> Just knocking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> scratching noises. Snarling. Um, but that's why we haven't seen him this episode. He's a really ominous presence. Because I really don't think he had signed the release. So he's definitely yeah. a culture guy this season. God, it must be so bad for his businesses for him to have been on this show. Oh, he's so disgusting. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty dumb, but you should be smarter than that and get your foot ahead of it before and like make it 
good for your business before you start doing dumb shit on TV or like getting it leaked to TMZ. But it's people like him that make the show great, you know. Yeah, but he's so I don't he's unwatchable though. He had a visceral reaction to him that makes me I love watching the women react to him though. That's true. That like and everyone yeah. can agree that he is like golem. Exactly. I wish Nini was on just to like make fun of him. Yeah, there there would be so, like I, I would love to see like a Bethany make fun of him. Gollum makes fun of Gollum. He's <laughs> one to no one. Oh uh, yeah, Bethany's becoming really unwatchable, but that's another. Oh uh, yeah, like I follow her on TikTok, and it's bad. Her her hot takes on like the Kardashians, and then she also sued someone recently. Yeah, she's um, the winters now, so she's had Jenkins level of nonsense. Jenkins level high. Is. The high Jenkins yeah. at all. She's thirsty. She's dehydrated. She. That's probably the best way to describe her. Yeah. Speaking of thirsty, Dorinda. <laughs> oh my God, Dorinda. Did we not discuss the, about her asking Andy Cohen? We we kind of hinted at it, but like, okay, so Andy said, I think he was so put on the spot that he was just like, you know, there will be something on my sleeve. And then you said she could work at a craft table. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And we're bringing it all back again to the beginning. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Full circle moment. And that's what we call a full circle moment, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, anything else you want to discuss about the girls? I don't think so. I think we should both listen to Deep Space and like figure out what the re-release is about. And then talk about it next time. It's like freaking renaissance over here. Yeah, I guess. I don't understand what her definition of the re-release was. I think it's just it didn't have any impact and she's just re-releasing it. I mean, smart enough, at least. Because she is a housewife who has talent compared to a lot of the other girls who have released albums. So she should really milk that television FaceTime for all it's worth. Yeah, it's unclear whether she will be able to, like, rise above just being a housewife who sings. Well, she did go to the Grammys once, so. Why was she at the Grammys? To network? I don't know. For someone she knew was nominated or she was nominated. She must, no, I don't know. She must have just had an in- invitation, but, um, yeah, unclear. I'm loving Candace's season. I want only good things for her right now. That's true. Team Candace. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's our episode. Thank you guys for tuning in. Next week, we'll be discussing episode three of Potomac. All right. Bye. Love you guys. Shrimp Cocktail Podcast is created, produced, and edited by Becky P. and Peter B. Find us on social media at Shrimp Cocktail Podcast and on Twitter at Shrimp Podcast. Special thanks to Catherine at King Pat for the cover art and to AJ at Grief Jerky for the theme song. Please catfish us at shrimpcocktailpodcast at gmail.com. We love to hear from you. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow us wherever you get your podcasts. If you love Shrimp Cocktail, be sure to follow us on Patreon for exclusive episodes and more. Goodbye.